0: Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And I'm James Evan Pilato
1: for MediaMonarchy.com. Take action to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate. We've got that story plus population bomb threats. But first, the country has been having a nervous breakdown since 9-11. A nation of people suddenly broke, the market economy goes to isht, and they're threatened on every side by an unknown sinister enemy. But I don't think fear is a very effective way of dealing with things, of responding to reality. Fear is just another word for ignorance. That was Hunter S. Thompson. This is John Whitehead. A state of never-ending crisis, the government is fomenting mass hysteria. This from Rutherford.org. We've become guinea pigs in a ruthlessly calculated, carefully orchestrated chillingly cold-blooded experiment in how to control a population and advance a political agenda without much opposition from the citizenry, this is mind control in its most sinister form. With alarming regularity, the nation being subjected to a spate of violence that terrorizes the public, destabilizes the country, and gives the government greater justifications to crack down, lock down, and even institute more authoritarian policies for the sake of so-called national security, again, without many objections from the citizenry. Take this latest shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. The 28-year-old shooter, a clearly troubled transgender individual in possession of several military-style weapons, opened fire in a Christian military school, killing three children and three adults. Already, finger guns are being pointed, battle lines being drawn. They want safety at all costs, clamoring for more gun control measures. But of course, it doesn't end there. They want widespread mental health screenings of the general population, more threat assessments, behavioral sensing warnings, more CCTV cameras with biometric capabilities, more see-something, say-something, aimed at turning Americans into the snitches and spies that we used to despise, more metal detectors, whole-body imaging of soft targets, more roaming squads of military police empowered to do random bag searches, fusion centers to centralize and, of course, disseminate information to so-called law enforcement agencies and more surveillance of what Americans say and do, where they go, what they buy, and how they spend their time. This is all part of the deep state's plan. Remember, it's just the state. Ask yourselves, why are we being bombarded with crises, distractions, fake news, and reality TV politics? And I would ask the question again as things get weird and more violent. Why does the violence nearly always happen against regular people and not the politicians and slebs that... Kind of foster a lot of this. We are being conditioned like lab mice, caught up in the crisis of the now, like Neil Postman wrote about in Amusing Ourselves to Death those many decades ago. Caught up in the crisis of the now, the average person has a hard time keeping up with and remembering all of the events, manufactured or otherwise, which occur like clockwork to keep us distracted, deluded, amused, and insulated from reality all the while... The state continues to amass more power and authority over the citizens. When we're being bombarded with wall-to-wall news coverage and news cycles that change every couple of days, it's difficult to stay focused on one important thing, namely holding the government accountable. And of course, the powers that shouldn't be completely understand this. James, now, while this is not a story, as it were, it lets us, of course, address the big, gnarly, latest, violent elephant in the room, and just sort of, again, as we like to do, pull back a little bit and try and take a look at the forest.
0: Yeah, and what a forest it is, because it strikes me when reading through this, um, that people back in... Back in the olden days, back in my time, you would uh, you would define events, world-changing events by the year in which they happened, the crash of 1929 or the JFK assassination in 1963 or 9-11 in 2001. But we've gotten to the point where it's now kind of the month or maybe even the day on which that thing happened. Oh, remember the whole Chinese weather balloon UFO phenomenon of early February 2023. Uh, I think I remember that. That was a long time ago. What a strange and crazy world we are in, but of course it is an engineered world, as I think Whitehead is pointing out here in this essay, so I hope people will go and read it. Of course, I have a couple of things in my archives that I think are relevant to this discussion, one of which is information overload is a weapon of control which I wrote about in my newsletter a couple of years ago. Also, of course, at the beginning of 2022, I had my States of Emergency podcast talking about how rule by emergency is the new governing paradigm of the planet. That was not some sort of metaphor. It is, it is the stone-cold truth. Emergency is the crisis by which they will provide their prearranged solution, and that is becoming more and more common. As the public, and I think this is the key underlying point, it doesn't take a a giant galaxy brain to understand and wrap your mind around this. The public has been conditioned over the course of generations now to not just even accept, but expect the nanny state, the cradle to grave, great society smothering mummy state to be there to take care of every problem that arises. Anything that happens, there must be some sort of governmental solution. And whether it's mummy government providing us with manna from heaven or whether it's daddy government who's going to come in and beat the bad guys, we still are just trained and conditioned like children, the infantilization of the public is the point here, like children just looking to mommy or daddy government to come in and do something about the problem, and once they have us conditioned into that mentality, then it's just a question of generating the ongoing, never-ending series of crises, and that's exactly what we are living through right now. Everyone in our audience knows, understands, and feels that, but we have to keep that consciously in the forefront of our mind because If we understand that the government solution is no solution at all, and that we have to be the saviors that we are looking for, then it doesn't matter what crazy, stupid controversy of the day that they are generating. We're not watching their stupid propaganda. We're not chasing the tail of the MSM uh, establishment lapdogs. We are going to set our own agenda. And that's, I think, the way that we have to proceed from here. James, I've
1: been doing for the last several months, uh, members only last Monday's hangout where I don't do a broadcast and we just all hang out in the media monarchy community and talk and hang out. Again, there's not, uh, no no lectures, no formalized things going on in the middle of us hanging out and, of course, talking about ways that we're trying to learn our way forward. People working on their homesteads in Arkansas and all the other ways. Again, people are taking things into their own hands decentralized, all the things that we've talked about now for dozen plus years. In the middle of it, hanging over all of it is we're of course all watching and tracking this new Psyop event that's unfolding. So even though we're all kind of smart enough to know, man, this is another this is another whether it's staged or not, it will be used for maximum effect. And, of course, all the conspiracy stuff is going to be baked in. The address is 33 for the Covenant School. All that stuff is all right there. And, of course, you can. there's a lot to dive in and swim in. So even in the middle of us saying we don't believe in any of this stuff anymore, we shouldn't be spending our time anymore, we were still looking at it because it's all still unfolding in real time. And, again, when you're able to basically start to look at some of their Some of their digital footprint, as it were, as they're immediately erasing it. It's like, oh, no, the Instagram's gone now. It was there earlier, but now it's gone. We kind of watch all that stuff. Uh, James, two other musical notes. As I believe Bob Marley said, there is no political solution. And I was probably 12 years old. It was my first job. And I was delivering the local newspaper. And I was listening on my Walkman to the new Living Color album. And one of my favorite songs on there then, still to this day, is called Information Overload. That's how we get going on New World Next Week, episode 514. And our second story takes it to, of course, the halls of so-called government. The Restrict Act is not about TikTok. It gives the government authority over all forms of communication, domestic or abroad. This source goes back to legal insurrection, but we are actually using the link to blacklistednews.com. Sidebar, our buddy Doug, who's been at this as long as we have, he has gone ad-free and needs some support. If you can throw him some love at blacklistednews.com. The Senate, that would be the United States Senate, boasts that the restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology, the Restrict Act, they boast that it targets China's TikTok. So then why doesn't the bill say anything about TikTok and doesn't say the words TikTok? That's because it includes all forms of communication, mainly, of course, technology from China, Cuba and Iran, North Korea, Russia, and Venezuela. Quote, the Restrict Act comprehensively addresses the ongoing threat posed by technology from foreign adversaries by better empowering the Department of Commerce to review, prevent, and mitigate ICT transactions that pose undue risk protecting the U.S. supply chain now and into the future, end quote, said Bilderberger Senator Mark Warner, a Pepsi from the Commonwealth of Virginia, the bill's sponsor, writing in a press release. All of this will be in your show notes and it's all in the name of national security it's another freaking patriot act it's an act that gives the executive branch way too much power the bill allows the secretary of commerce so immediately it was like wait who, who's that now currently that is gina Raimondo, and all you gotta do is go look at their wikipedia and go oh a Rhodes scholar a yale lawyer her cps as rhode island governor killed a bunch of kids you know that's just on wikipedia Kickbacks and sweetheart graft deals from tech companies immediately rewarded with a cabinet position in the Brandon administration after pushing the scamdemic so much in Rhode Island that even now disgraced granny killer Cuomo threatened to sue Raimundo over her forcing New Yorkers to quarantine. Coof World Order worked so well in Rhodes Island thanks to her. So it seems, yeah, another willing servant. And of course, again, we don't play the left and right game. If it's not her, it'll be (laughs) be frigging Vince McMahon or something under Trump too or whatever. This bill allows the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries and for other purposes. The bill identifies other relevant executive department and agency heads who will have a role and these are the biggies secretaries of treasury state defense homeland security attorney general US trade representatives the DNI administrator of general services and of course let's not forget the chairman of the FCC All those heads are important because the Secretary of Commerce will work with those people to take action to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate, including by negotiating, entering into, or imposing and enforcing any mitigation measure to address any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. So if you missed that while I was doing my micro machines fast reading, by any person anyone man they worked hard on this acronym james restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology you got to give it up to them the restrict act you can track its hideous progress at congress.gov and the free thought project also has one on the digital iron curtain how the restrict act threatens to devastate privacy and crush free speech online I'll include the Wikipedia link to read more about Gina Raimondo. So James, no, briefly before I throw it to you, speaking of our Congress critters, they had a big kabuki theater fight on Capitol Hill between the Congress critters that steal my money and their fascist counterparts in the tech monopolies. TikTok CEO admits China has access to user data. It's really amazing to see congressmen and, and women congresspersons actually grow a spine and act like they're really sticking it to them. Oh, and uh, look what else is happening. Utah governor signs parental consent law for minors' social media use, and even old universal basic brain chip himself's Twitter test id verification feature some politicians want it enrolled to all users so i911 says what <laughs>
0: everyone everyone drinking along at home can now take a shot in the new world next week drinking game yes i911 so i will i will throw out the uh, the requisite uh let's see uh lawrence lessig half moon bay Richard Clark Cyber Patriot Act you you know all of that stuff by now right guys but yeah anyway isn't that interesting but on this story itself the restrict act you yeah, you got to give it to them man do they they must have a lot of interns that are just working on the acronyms huh that's what but, I was thinking. Okay, <laughs> this, this is the perfect follow-up to that, what we were just talking about. Because it's exactly, exactly what I was just describing. The infantilization of the public who are trained to expect that the government's going to come along at any problem... It, the only question is how will the government solve it and even that question it's not in our hands we just elect people and they'll go and they'll solve it somehow whatever and i voted pepsi i voted coke yay um uh, but this is the exact exact instantiation of that. Play stupid status games, get stupid statist prizes. Oh, I know. Oh the uh, we're, oh this horrible social media censorship. What can we possibly do about that? I know we'll we'll get the government to step in and regulate the companies so that so that Instagram is forced to give me an account or something like that. It'll all work out. Get rid of 230, guys. Yay. Oh no, they're coming in to censor the internet. I didn't expect that. No that wasn't what I wanted. It's just such stupidity. Who could possibly have predicted that people's clamoring for social media crackdown wouldn't go in the way they expect? Oh, wait, that's right. Episode 344 of the Corporate Report podcast, Problem, Reaction, Solution, internet censorship edition, in which I said, exactly, this is what it is about. They just want to get you guys to say, what will the government do about it? So they can step in and say, oh, don't worry, we're going to take care of uh, TikTok, whatever. We won't even write TikTok in the bill. (laughs) But who cares? We'll just say it's the TikTok bill and people will say it is. It's just, it's such transparent stupidity and nonsense that I almost, I, I am tempted to laugh at how stupid this is, and say, ha ha, you guys who were clamoring for the government to step in and start censoring, oh man, you guys are gonna get it now. But unfortunately, all of us, all of us who had nothing to do with that and weren't advocating for that will be caught up in the crosshairs of this latest round of government censorship. Anyway, um, I suggest people do some reading on this, Reason.com and all sorts of places have various articles up about the implications, the potential implications of this bill for VPN usage and other such things. But don't worry guys, the government says, no, 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 this is only to go after companies like TikTok and Huawei. It's not about you guys. Right. Uh, although the uh, the actual wording in the bill says any potential future transactions of any person of interest listed in this document. And the person of interest is basically anyone who has anything to do with anything that's deemed a foreign security threat of any sort. <laughs> okay, let's give that carte blanche to government. What could go wrong? It's, it's nonsense top to bottom. I would assume most of our listeners already know that without even having to read the bill. But at any rate, if you want to, we'll throw in some links so you can get up to speed on that.
1: In the past two days, journalists and other folks have found their Twitter accounts either flagged or locked down because of reporting on the story about Nashville. And that can hopefully only maybe work in our favor, which again, when regular normies are like, no, I was just trying to upload a speech to show you the horrors of the Nazi regime, oh, no, you can't have Hitler videos. When... Teachers and journalists find themselves coming under under the thumb when they 're just trying to be normy and and do their thing the, those those are Those are pretty good cracks that can appear i guess in the system. James the Biden administration has failed to kill the collusion with tech lawsuit actually that keeps building and growing. Long story short, the Biden administration, of course, colluded with all the tech platforms to censor posts and media and First Amendment expressions about COVID and the rest. Our third and final story on this New World Next Week, episode 415. World population could peak at 8.5 billion by the 2050s, a new study predicts in other news. Studies are usually bought and paid for by the people who are pushing an agenda. We grabbed this one from studyfinds.org. The global population has steadily increased at a high rate for decades. For instance, in 2003, the population of the planet came in somewhere around 6.4 billion. Today, humanity has crossed the 8 billion population mark. No shortage of studies and organizations attempt to predict what the future holds for humanity in terms of population statistics. And James, they've been so good so far at predicting things. Now, a new report states that if a global society takes a giant leap... In terms of investment in economic development, education, and health, the world population may peak at around 8.5 billion people by 2050. This project, put together by scientists from the Earth for All Initiative, Earth numeral for all initiative, for the Global Challenges Foundation, Earth for All describes itself as an international initiative aimed at accelerating the system's change urgently needed to promote an equitable future on a finite planet. Study authors took advantage of a newly developed dynamics model, also referred to as Earth for All, to help them explore two distinct possible scenarios that could play out over the course of this century. will let you be an Eloy or a Morlock. Oh wait, it doesn't say that. The first scenario, called Too Little Too Late, entails the planet continuing to develop economically in the same way it has for the past 50 years. According to this version of events, many of the poorest countries will actually break free from extreme poverty. Moreover, researchers estimate that the global population may peak around 8.6 billion in 2050 before declining to 7 billion by the year 2100. Meanwhile, the second potential scenario is called the Giant Leap. According to this possible sequence of events, the world population will peak at roughly 8.5 billion by the year 2040, before dropping off to around 6 billion by the end of the century. This future would only be made possible by an unprecedented investment in poverty alleviation, which I'm sure we've been doing for the last 50 years. I'm pretty sure Africa is fed by GMOs. Done. (coughs) More specifically, big investments in education and health, along with extraordinary policy changes regarding food and energy security, inequality, and, of course, gender equity, like men taking our women's shooter jobs. Sorry. This version of events would also lead to the end of extreme poverty in a generation by 2060, along with a market impact on global population trends. I've got the big PDF for you, Earth for All, working paper, number one, People and Planet, 21st Century Sustainable Population Scenarios and Possible Living Standards Within Planetary Boundaries. You can read more about Earth for All that fits the bill. Via the Club of Rome, James, new initiative on transformational economics, Earth for All, launched. That is November 19th, 2020, clubofrome.org, pop quiz, hotshot. So which future scenario is, I guess, maybe to refer to your earlier comments about, you know, daddy state and mommy state, which one is the carrot state and the stick state, James?
0: I will unmute myself because I am a professional who has been doing this for many years. Yes, good question. And that goes to the heart of the propaganda that um, that is being presented here. But before we get to that, let me just follow up on your observation there. Yes, the Club of Rome, yes, that's not a mistake. If you go to the Who We Are page on earthforall.life, Earth for All started as a vibrant collective of leading economic thinkers, scientists, and advocates convened by. The Club of Rome, the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research, the Stockholm Resilience Center, and the Norwegian Business School, Earth for All builds on the legacies of the Limits to Growth and the Planetary Boundaries Frameworks. Science is at the heart of our work. (laughs) What absolute rubbish for people who do not know about the complete garbage, not even pseudoscience, uh, behind Limits to Growth. I would highly suggest they check out my questions for Corbett77 on Are There Limits to Growth? where I show the absolute stupidity of that study and the fact that they had to massively, completely, 100% change their initial predictions in order to make their future predictions. Still, don't worry guys, everything's exactly as we said before even though all of the things that we predicted were going to happen it turned out to be complete opposite of reality. Just total nonsense. But... But here's the rub. Yes, so what are they doing here? What is what is the function of this? Because on one hand, isn't this supposed to, isn't, isn't this great? Yay, the population bomb was a dud. You know, the, the, we're, maybe we're not just bacteria in a petri dish, uh, popula- you know, growing willy-nilly to the point where we're all going to die because there will be so, it, it, the human population will never stop expanding until we all die in some mass die-off event. Right, Paul Ehrlich? Oh, wait, that didn't happen. So yay, right? This is supposed to be a good thing because we're supposed to cheer for the end of humanity because humanity is, of course, the horrible cancer on this planet, right? So, but but wait, it doesn't... Wait, there might be some devils in these details. So uh, let's turn to The Guardian. World population bomb may never go off as feared, finds study. And in this, they note that they're talking about the carrot and stick that you're talking about there. In the business as usual case, it foresees existing policies being enough to limit global population growth to below 9 billion in 2046 and then decline to 7.3 billion in 21. So business as usual, as in we will continue doing the technocratic policies that we're doing now, is still going to be much lower than the Paul Ehrlich like chicken littles whatever we're screaming about decades ago. But in the more optimistic scenario, they actually call it the more optimistic scenario, there will be even less humans because there will be even more technocratic control of human life and flourishing. Yay! And that's what they're trying to get people on board with and cheering for, which is so sick, twisted, anti-human at its core People have been engineered into that. people have been engineered to clap, and yay, yay, people are dying, yay, so they are getting people on board with their own destruction and the destruction of humanity essentially. yay, populations are falling rate is falling, sperm counts are plummeting all over the world don't don't ever question why that is happening. Just laugh at that funny man who said something about f- making the frogs gay ha <laughs> ha, stupid, yay, I have fifty percent less sperm than my father's generation, yay just stupidity. Absolute stupidity. I don't really know what to say to this other than the fact that people need to inform themselves that humanity may not be this horrible cancer on the planet, and maybe we shouldn't be. Maybe no other species is actually cheering for its own extinction, and you have to be engineered into that mindset by decades, if not centuries, of propaganda that gets you to see the world in a completely, completely incorrect way. So, Please see Are There Limits to Growth, where I do point to a number of resources on that. And another one that's come up since I made that questions for Corbett is the book Super Abundance by uh, Martin Toopy tu- uh, and Gail Pooley. And uh, that is a, a very interesting exploration of a completely different way of looking at how do how do we even quantify the flourishing of the human species and what it has done, economically speaking? And they, they come to some drastically different conclusions than the Club of Rome Malthusian limits to growthers. Um, anyway, that's just some light reading, light bedtime reading for people out in the crowd if they're interested in it. Long story short, this is propaganda nonsense and they want you to cheer for your own death.
1: Mm-hmm. And I... Cassie and I were talking about this earlier. I don't really know how you can come to any other conclusion then. It seems as though this transhumanist post-human agenda being pushed by chemical companies and food agencies and politicians, there's a real interesting kind of through line to all of these stories And they all basically come down to they hate you and want to limit you. There is no right. There is no left. It is the state versus us. And it's always been that way. That's why we got DVDs and USBs and shirts and more. We are ordering some monarchy baseball caps in red. DVDs, USBs, shirts, and more at newworldnextweek.com. That is one of the ways you can support this work. Another is via our post office box, which is always listed down in the show notes. And another would be signing up at mediamonarchy.com slash join. James, that is New World Next Week, episode 514.
0: All right. Well, thanks for bringing these stories. Looking forward to doing it again.
1: All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks.